You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today I have a very exciting and interesting guest. Her name is Allison McNamara. She is TV host, digital influencer, and a founder of Mara Beauty, the skincare line. She's a former writer and producer for Pop Sugar, and Allison used to host Oscars and other red carpet events. So in this episode, Allison and I will be discussing the story behind the brand Mara Beauty skincare line, and she will be sharing her tips and tricks on how to stay organized, and she will be giving advice for someone who wants to start their own skincare line. So it's very interesting episode. Tune in, guys. Hi, Allison. Welcome to Not Basic Blonde Podcast. So glad to have you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Thank you. How are you today? I'm good. Just hanging in there. How are you? I'm fine. I'm the same here. <laughs> <laughs> Would you please tell our listeners about yourself, your background, and where you're located? Yeah, so I'm located in Los Angeles. Uh, my name is Allison. I'm the founder of Mara, which is a clean, non-toxic skincare line. We're sold um, in the United States at Credo Beauty and the Detox Market, and then globally at Cult Beauty, as well as Blue Mercury. And we have three products that are out. And before doing Mara, I was actually a television host, writer, and producer. So, fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. I love Blue Mercury. I've seen it there. It's a great store to have your products there. Yeah, it's great because Blue Mercury is in a lot of markets that our other stores are not. So whereas, you know, Credo Beauty and Detox Market are very um, centralized in the larger cities like LA and New York, Blue Mercury has a much wider reach. So we're in lots of really great stores throughout the South and even parts of the Pacific Northwest. So it's a great place for us to be in. Yeah. Would you please tell us more about your career as digital influencer, editor, TV host? Yeah, I mean, I started my career at um, E! Entertainment. So I was actually a tape librarian. 
and <laughs> I would deliver tapes around to the different producers. This is before things went really digital, but I, yeah, I was a tape librarian, which was not the most glamorous job, but then I, I quickly got into live events. So I was the production assistant for E! Live from the Red Carpet, which was really fun. It was one of my favorite jobs just because everything was so new and I was, you know, going to the Oscars and the Golden Globes. So that kind of is what really, you know, parlayed me into wanting to do um, on-camera hosting. So from there, I actually worked at Who, What, Where, and I hosted one of their first um, sponsored content series called Real Girls, Real Style, which was really fun. And Who, What, Where at the time was more of a small, like, indie site, but they're now massive. So, um, you know, I got to work with Catherine Power and Hilary Kerr, the two founders, directly. So that was a really cool experience. And then I parlayed that into getting a job at Pop Sugar, where I was there lead host. So I would do everything from hosting their television show to New York Fashion Week to the Oscars. Um, and so I did that for a long time. And then uh, I went to a bunch of other places after that. I, I started doing my own freelance work. So I went to Refinery29 and Entertainment Tonight, and then ultimately decided that I, um, I'm much better suited, I think, to be a, a beauty brand founder even than a host. So here we are now, second career. That's amazing story you have. Wow, I'm impressed with your background. Thank you. And I know you also hosted Oscar. How was the experience? Was it challenging? Was it exciting? Yeah, I mean, the Oscars are super intimidating just because the stakes are so high. You know, regardless of what outlet you're doing it for, just everyone is watching. It's like the Super Bowl, right? Like, no matter what, you're being watched by someone. So, um, you know, I had done the Oscars several times before, but I, I hosted a show called Backstage Pass, which was actually a part of the Oscars programming. And so that actually won an Emmy, which was pretty exciting, but um, super, super intimidating, but one of my favorite nights of the year. It's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely the best, the most beautiful event out there. I love it. I love Oscars. <laughs> Yeah, and even if sometimes I've done all different positions for the Oscars, so I've done full-on like red carpet interviewing, I've been kind of on the bridge, which is the person that is kind of hosting the show instead of the one doing the interview, so I've done that. I've done um, right before they walk up to, you know, the stairs to get into the Oscars room, I, I've been there too, so like I kind of have done all the different positions, and they're each intimidating but really fun. As a digital creator, editor, what is your main focus? like on Instagram and what are you trying to empower women or what is your main focus on that? Oh, wow. That's a good question. I mean, for my personal channel, it's really just like beauty, fitness, lifestyle, just stuff that I'm personally into. I used to be really into fashion, but as I've gotten older, one, I care less. <laughs> um, I care less about getting dressed each day, especially with COVID and everything. It's just kind of taught me that I prefer to be comfortable. Um, so now it's more just about beauty and I love working out. So those are two um, things that I, I love to feature on my own personal channel. And I think that is like empowerment. I think when you're working out and you're taking care of yourself, you feel the best, right? I'm not sure about you. How do you, when do you feel the best? I do feel the best actually. <laughs> my lashes and nails are done. <laughs> ah! See, I'm so low maintenance. I have never done lashes and I haven't gotten a manicure in probably two years. <laughs> yeah. And also I love body care a lot. And definitely when I feel tired or like not like myself, I like to take a bath and, and get yourself pampered and just... Sometimes I do dress up for myself just to make myself feel better or <laughs> put a makeup Aww, on. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I don't wear makeup really anymore. I kind of stopped wearing makeup. I'll do it sometimes for fun, just for like Instagram and stuff, but I don't, I don't like wearing makeup. 
I don't wear it like every day, just mostly for photo shoots, but like on an everyday basis, very bare minimum makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's better for your skin too. Yeah. Um, how did you decide to start your own skincare line? Yeah, that's a great question. So, you know, for years of doing on-camera work, I was getting full hair and makeup every day. So I'd be in the chair at like 7.30, 7, 7.30 a.m. getting full hair, full makeup. And I've always had pretty clear skin, but uh, my skin was not looking so good after eight years of that. So I kind of started really looking at what the ingredients were inside the products I was using. And that's how I found the clean beauty space. Um, I actually originally wanted to create makeup first. I wanted to create something that I was using every day. But then when I stopped hosting, I kind of realized that my, my passion was definitely more in skincare. I grew up with my family working in skin. And at the time, um, I was really into face oils. I'm still very into face oils, of course. Um, but at the time, there weren't a lot of brands who were doing super clean, prestige face oils. And of the ones that were, they all had the same ingredients. So I wanted to find a way to do something that was totally different. And it really started as a fun passion project. Um, and then, you know, here we are. <laughs> it turned out to be very successful. <laughs> yeah. 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 You just never know. You know, if you're putting a lot of energy into something, um, I think with good intentions, I think that sometimes like even if you're not trying to make something big, you know, it happens this way for you because it truly was kind of like created as a hobby that I hoped people would love. But I never knew if I would grow it into, you know, multiple SKUs or if it would just be, you know, the one SKU. So how did you know when you had the right idea? How did you know what, what was your like aha moment? I'm very intuitive. So I kind of go off of like, if it happens pretty effortlessly, then I know it's kind of the right direction. So I thought of the name Mara when I was on a trip in Istanbul, Turkey. And Mara is also the last four letters of my last name. And it also means C in Gaelic. And I'm, I'm an Irish citizen and a U.S. citizen. So I love that it paid homage to my heritage and to my family. So the kind of the deal was if like when we got home from the trip, if Mara was available, because, um, you know, with trademarks and everything, it can be really hairy and hard to get your trademark. Um, I was like, OK, if I get the trademark for Mara, then I know I'm like in the right direction. So Mara was available. And then I had the idea um, to create this like sea story, this algae story. So, you know, when I started, we started creating the proprietary algae blend first. And then I randomly learned about Moringa on Facebook. It was like really weird how I, I learned about it, but I, I presented it to my chemist and she was like, oh, no one's ever really suggested like mixing Moringa in like a face oil before and definitely not with algae. I think this could have like amazing synergy. So we started the testing and it was like incredible. So I kind of just rely on like intuitiveness for all of my formulations. Nice. That's great to trust your intuition. It's important always to be guided by your intuition. Yeah, for sure. And it's hard to find great face oils because most of them feel so heavy on your face. Yeah, I like, I do like something that feels heavy, but sinks in quickly, right? Like I want to feel like moisturized. So ours is like a thicker viscosity, but it does sink in quite quickly. I'll have to send you some so you can try it. What challenges did you face when you were creating your own product? Uh, the challenges really started after we launched. Um, you know, I obviously made like a bunch of mistakes along the way. I, you know, the bottles that I chose originally, I bought them here in Los Angeles and I was sold by a different manufacturer saying that they could hot stamp it when in reality, I, I would have had to send it back to Korea to get them hot stamped. So I did, I spent a lot of money trying to do something that wasn't possible. <laughs> so that was a mistake. Um, and then I'm trying to think, I mean, it's more just, 
it's more just doing things. Um, now I know to like wait till things are done to then and like pick components or pick artwork and that kind of stuff. But beforehand, I would always kind of jump the gun and, and pick the artwork or pick the component prior to having the final formula, which I learned you should never do. So it's just, you know, growing pain things. But I mean, I guess the craziest thing that ever happened was with my algae retinol face oil, we, um, we lost the boat that they were on, went missing for two weeks because there was a huge hurricane. Um, and so they weren't sure if like the boat was even still like floating. It was really scary for everyone on board and also for our product. Um, so that was wild. That happened in 2018. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. think of that right <laughs> I know and I was like oh my gosh it's like the people who are on the boat okay like that's crazy yeah and how long did it take you to come up with this perfect formula for your product like usually skincare brands and skincare products take a long time because you have to test you have to come up with perfect ingredients did it take a long time Yes, our R&D takes about one year per, per product, and then we go into actual you know, sam, uh, submissions. So the universal face oil took around two years. The algae retinol face oil took a little longer than that. And then the cleanser actually took the longest of the lot. It took full, three full years to formulate that one. So yeah, they take a long time because it's not just the testing that takes a long time. It's making sure that you're getting the right suppliers, that you're, you know, getting your, you know, because if you have an ingredient like Moringa, there are thousands of suppliers all over the world that carry Moringa, but it's making sure you're finding one that, you know, isn't too pungent, that has long uh, stability and shelf life. And, you know, sometimes they've got different color variations. So we tried to find one that you know, had the least amount of variance in color, but when you're working with naturals, scent and color will always vary, but it's things like that that I didn't even know going into it. Yeah, skincare can be challenging sometimes. What advice can you give someone who wants to launch their own brand? I mean, you have to really love it. You know, you have to really love doing this. I wouldn't say if like you're just looking to make a quick buck, this is not the right industry for you. It takes a long time to make money and you're constantly reinvesting in the brand and the product and future products. So if you're looking for like the get rich quick, I wouldn't say this is the route for you. Also know that there's like a ton, there's a ton of saturation in the market. So you really have to be, you have to hone in on your, your idea make sure you're filling a white space in the market um, and really have strong branding that stands out because when you're on a shelf next to so many other brands, it's hard to capture the attention. So I would say like definitely put your, your resources into creating a great formula and then coming up with, you know, standout, awesome packaging that is going to really, you know, set yourself apart. Yeah, that's a very, that's a great advice. What are some of the mistakes you wished you could have avoided? along the way hmm. I see that's the one thing I, I actually like making mistakes because then I you know I learn and then I don't do it again so I, I'm kind of like happy with all the mistakes I've made so far because um, they've taught me about parts of the business that I wouldn't have known otherwise I'm trying to think of a mistake I wish I wouldn't have made I mean I've made some like I made these mask brushes um, at the time it was a lot of money for me too it cost me about like 3k to um, make these plastic mask brushes. And the mask that I have has not even launched yet. I made these in 2018 and I'm definitely never gonna use them. So like, I just got used to get really excited too quickly and like do things too fast without thinking of like the whole picture. And now I'm really, I take more of like a whole picture approach, especially when we're doing, you know, things that aren't gonna make us money, like add on swag or influencer marketing, like that kind of stuff. I just try and take it a bit slower. 
Yeah, I'm the same way. Sometimes I get really excited about idea, but then mm -hmm. I have to stop myself and think, will it be actually profitable or will I actually benefit from this? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's also being really smart with your cash flow. I, I didn't make this mistake, but I, love, I have a lot of friends who have brands who did. Like, I just made sure that we're always like, I try and always be in a good place so that like, you know, cash is always rolling in, rolling out, but not trying to do everything all at once. That's why I only launch one product at a time. That's very smart. Yeah, because the that product then like pays for the next product. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like this kind of roller coaster. And how did you build your team? My team is very small. It's just me and one other person that are full time on the brand. So, um, you know, I guess I can't really speak to building a team just yet, but I have an amazing network of freelancers and contractors that work with me and who have worked with me from almost the start. So that's kind of how I've um, been able to have like a network of people that I work with or for me. But um, so I have a PR team that's great. I work with a woman named Simona. She owns Evna Media, and we've been with her since 2018. So right around when we launched, and she's been amazing and instrumental to the press growth for Mara. And then for my website, I've been working with a guy named Omar, who's done everything from my blog back in, when I used to blog until you know now. So he's great. I've always worked with him. I've worked with him now for like. Uh, eight years. And then my photographer, um, Karen Rosalie, I work with her three to four times a year. And so we have a great like working relationship, um, but these are all contractors. They're not full time, but I found this kind of great network of people that I like to work with. Yeah. That's the most important to have right people around you who support your brand and help you to build it. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you're going to go the route that I did, it, it is, you know, more cost effective to, you know, hire, um, you know, a photographer a few times a year versus having an in-house photographer, right? That would be crazy for a small brand. So, but really finding people that when you are looking for freelancers or contractors that can like see your vision, know your vision. Um, so I think that's super important. We've had a, I've had a hard time actually um, when it comes to creating Instagram and Facebook ads, we were trying to look for the right team to work with. And it took us a while to find one that really could see our vision of how we wanted our ads to look. Yeah. Sometimes it's challenging. But I use freelancers too because for my brand and mm -hmm. to help me with my tasks, it's kind of convenient sometimes even better than having actual employees. Of course. Yeah, definitely. How do you keep yourself organized? Ooh, I'm super organized. I'm like OCD organized. I make lists for everything. I have like, we have one large to-do list that we share internally for Mara that we're kind of always going off of. And then I have my personal to-do lists that are kind of like things I need to get done that day. I make a to-do list every Sunday for things I need to do for the week. Like whether it's, you know, top line stuff, like, you know, updating the website to, um, you know, making it to my dentist appointment. Like I, I always have like the top line to do's. So I do that every Sunday. So I stay really organized. And then each morning I kind of mentally go through what I have to do. What I've learned um, is when you have a business, there's always things to do, right? But making more realistic short-term goals for me is uh, more effective than making like, oh, I need to do this, which is like a three week project. I don't put that on my short to-do list because that'll just stress me out. I only write down things that I can actually get through like that day or that night or the very latest the next day. Yeah, that's a great idea because sometimes we get distracted by long-term projects and don't really yeah. get on short ones. But I feel like when I try to do uh, my to-do list on Sunday, I feel like the whole weekend, I mean, the whole Sunday, it's, it's gone. <laughs> oh man, I don't do it till the end of the day. So like, Usually I'm like winding down. Usually we'll do something with friends on Sunday or like, you know, hang out in our backyard. 
So then like Sunday evening, I'll like, you know, we'll make dinner and then we'll start watching some TV. And then usually that's kind of like around six or seven is when I kind of like jot down and it's not like, I don't spend a long time on it, but I'll just kind of jot down some ideas for the week. Hmm, That's a great idea. What inspires you and what keeps you going on a regular basis? You know, I'm one of those people that I've never really felt like, oh, I'm, I'm never like not motivated to keep going, if that makes sense. I've always been one of those people that just, I love working. I love getting things done. I love, I love a challenge. Um, So I think that's why most of my career, my career choices have been pretty challenging ones, but I've never felt like, oh, something's so tough that I have to stop, if that makes sense. So I guess I'm not the the right person for that because I just always feel like, okay, you have a bad day, but like everyone has bad days. Tomorrow's going to be better. Tomorrow's a new day, you know? Yeah. And going back to the Mara brand, would you please tell us more about the line, like what ages is it great for and what skin types and what benefits? Yeah. So, you know, one thing I'm really passionate about is creating, you know, a gender neutral line that works on all different skin types and tones. So all different ethnicities and age categories. Um, I mean, I could say, I would say you could use it as early as your teens, depending on which product, but I guess I could just run you through the three products we have since we only have three. It won't take that long. Um, the Algae Moringa Universal Face Oil is the first one I launched. It's still our bestseller. It's won several awards. It is the one I was talking about earlier that has the um, proprietary algae blend, two types of algae, Moringa, Baobab, Kalahari Melon, and Bilberry as the superfood plant oils. And it's just amazing. You can use it alone. You can mix it in with a foundation or a concealer. Um, you can mix it in with a cream if you'd like. I personally like to use it after a treatment serum as my moisturizer and I don't use cream moisture cream moisturizer as of now I don't use cream moisturizer so um, that's kind of the gist with that product and then the second product I launched is the evening primrose and green tea algae retinol face oil this one's really interesting because it's it's truly like a treatment product so it's wonderful for you know visibly improving wrinkles fine lines dark spots hyperpigmentation pores texture great for skin clarity Um, I use it four to five nights a week. And retinol is amazing. I mean, it stimulates cell turnover. So you're getting fresh, healthy looking new cells. Um, so it's great, especially for aging skin. I would say this product, you know, you could use it um, in your early twenties, um, even teens. If you ask a dermatologist, make sure you consult a dermatologist first, but it's a gentle retinol, but still very effective and, and pretty powerful. And then we have our algae enzyme cleansing oil, which is a really beautiful exfoliating cleanser. So you can use it damper, dry skin. It's got an oil consistency, but it emulsifies. And you can also leave it on for a light peel. And I love this product because you can um, use it as a makeup remover or just to wash your face. Even like with COVID and I haven't been wearing makeup, I just put this on and I let the enzymes really kind of go to work. And my skin is really smooth after, which I love. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. And what is your favorite quote that you live by? Oh, so this is a good one. I I don't have like one particular quote that I live by, but I think something that's important to remember is, um, I forget who who said the quote, but don't compare your behind the scenes to someone else's highlight reel. I think it's really important in the age of social media, just to remember that what everyone's putting out on the internet is the best version of themselves. So don't feel down on yourself if you're having a bad day or you're kind of having a bad stroke of luck or things aren't working out the way you wanted them to because everyone's life ebbs and flows. And, you know, I think social media is this annoying reminder that we think that everyone's life is perfect, but it's really not. 
Yeah, I totally agree with you because it is really hard to get caught up in social media world and think everyone's life is perfect, but then you start getting upset about your life being not perfect. But mm-hmm. forget sometimes that it's just social media, it's not real life. So it's not yeah. as perfect as we think. <laughs> it's fake. It's all fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And where can our listeners find you? Your social handles, your website, all the information? Yes. So you can follow me personally at Allison McNamara and my brand at The Mara Beauty. And our website is themarabeauty.com. You can also find us at any of our retailers. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Allison. That was my pleasure. It was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. This was super fun. And I can't wait for you to try Mara. I'll have to get your address so you can try some. Yes, for sure. all right thank you that was all for today guys i hope you had a lot of fun listening to this episode and you can always find me on instagram it's not basic blonde underscore or nbb podcast to show some extra love tag nbb podcast on your instagram stories and don't forget to subscribe rate and review not basic blonde podcast on apple podcast thank you so much guys have a great day For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.